This is Mom Nom, brought to you by Colorado Christian University and the Mops Podcast Network. Our mission is to create snackable content that invites women like you to participate in encouraging, validating, and inspiring other moms as we embrace the chaos together. Today's submission comes to us from a dear friend of mine. Her name is Jennifer. She lives here in Lafayette, Louisiana, and she sent a submission titled The Bus Stop. It says, we all do it. Let me say that again. We all do it. We all find ourselves trying the complete, trying to compete with other moms. She always has the best hair. She is always the sweetest. She always can't wait to be with her children after school. She has the best job. She has the best house to raise kids in. She has the most organized life. She always has it together. She always gives her kids well-balanced meals. She's never late. I'm never going to be as pretty. My life is never exciting. I think you get the point. First, let's talk about the fact that we tend to use overinflated language when describing others. Words like always and never are frequently used but are rarely true. When we use these words, it puts a lot of pressure and focus on the statement that usually adds more stress to our already busy lives. This absolute all or nothing language gets buried deep into who we are until it changes our opinion of ourselves. It is hard to notice it happening. It is hard to change it. It is a constant battle with ourselves to keep these strong comparisons from attacking who we are called to be. Who are we called to be? God doesn't ask us to be like anyone else. In fact, he needs us to be only who we are. That's it. I find this to be a calming thought. Seriously, just be who I am right now in this moment. It is a powerful thought. It is an encouraging thought, and it is a purposeful thought. When you give this thought purpose in your day, it is life-changing. So you may be wondering, what does all of this have to do with the bus stop? In my life, through prayer and lots of reflection, I've been able to pinpoint a few places, people, times of my day, and seasons of my life where the doubt and comparisons creep in. One such place is at the bus stop. Comparing myself to moms who seemingly have it all, using absolute language to describe their perfect lives. It's an injustice. An injustice not only to me, but to the women I place this heavy burden of perfection on. It is in the moments before approaching the bus stop that I purposefully turn my attention to God and pray that I am the person he made me to be. My prayer is to be the wife, mother, friend, and daughter he needs me to be. Not what I think I should be. So moms, crank up your Christian music on the way to the bus stop and let God take over. Remember, comparison does not equal complete. That is so powerful. For me, the biggest pieces that she talks about in there is just that always and never. Because I find myself so much, I don't do that for myself even. Like, I don't even think I'm like, oh, I never do this as much. But I definitely sit in that person always does the things. And I feel like I that really feeds into this like idea of just how much I let down everything. So fascinating. Yeah. And it's so finite using that language too. And it's what you don't realize is what you see at the bus stop, what you see at school, at your kid's school, what you see um, on social media and, and the things that you hear, you only see and hear the good things and the positive things and everyone's on their best behavior and everybody's trying to be their best all the time. 
what you don't see is the challenges and the struggles or even their purpose. You don't know what their purpose is and they don't know what your purpose is necessarily unless you're doing life with them. But it's there's a lot more at play than what you're basing your comparison decision on. You're making so many assumptions. Like, and for me, it's often as simple as like how put together they are, or like it's only like surface level things that you can see, or how nice their car is, or how no- nice their house is, or um, just how calm they seem, which is even interesting to sit in analyzing that because we don't actually know the internal workings of anybody uh, to be able to understand. We just feel, I just feel like I have a lot of confidence to, and I feel like I can get caught in a really judgy place in judging for good or for bad, like often for bad, but like, I just make judgments all the time. I feel like that's high in my Myers-Briggs. I'm high on the the J. (laughs) It doesn't serve me well or anyone else around me, really. Well, and the other thing is, If you are comparing yourselves to others and you're trying to be something else and you're saying that what you are is not good enough, you're saying that God's not good enough because God created us in his image. And that's something to sit with for a minute. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I just felt hugely convicted in that. and. Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to be something other than what God created you to be. He created each person individually to be certain ways. And everybody has flaws and everybody has makes mistakes. But that doesn't mean that you're any less called uh, yeah. to be who you are. No, and I, I think it's even deeper from a like think of the amount of mental energy we waste in these spaces. Like what if we took that mental energy somewhere else and instead of sitting in those places, how much greater we could be? I will say um, a new, or maybe for the last six months or so habit that I've taken to is um, when I find myself in places, airplanes, cars, where I have the opportunity to experience silence, um, which is funny because in so many ways I could like put in AirPods and listen to something, but I get overwhelmed by the amount of choices that I have. And so I just don't, which is a whole nother topic altogether, but I've taken that space to just pray and it takes crazy discipline because my mind gets distracted so fast, but I just find myself um, rooted in even like two hour airplane rides. I just close my eyes, sometimes hoping I'll sleep, but often not sleeping. But it's just like such a sacred time of being able to pray. And I'm finding even it's like turning opportunities that would otherwise be to be like toil and spiral down in thought and, and so often comparison when you're sitting around a bunch of people and judging what they're doing around you. And to just shift that to be in prayer instead. And it's not glamorous. And it's not great. But it's just a place that I think finds my way to center a little bit better. That's awesome. It it reminds me too of just how peaceful being on an airplane can be. For some people, it's very stressful. But for me, <laughs> I find it to be very peaceful. And when you look out the window and you see 
you know, you're flying over the clouds and it's so majestic and, yes. uh, and beautiful. But it reminds me that what we see here on earth, we tend to nitpick every single little detail. Uh, we look at every single individual tree in the forest and compare with the other one. But God sits above all that and he sees the big picture. He sees what his creation is meant to be. And we're not necessarily meant to see that. We're just meant to trust that and believe that. And it may be too far. Obviously, I flew yesterday, so that's what's in my brain right now. But (laughs) even the ability to get that opportunity to see that view like so many generations prior to us never had the opportunity to get that like up and away and out and sometimes I think that does us a huge disservice but in this case to be able to be honestly in awe of that view I always get stuck in because I travel to different cities and I see all of these people around me it I just like can't even fathom that there's this many individual stories around me and that like they exist at such a huge level and how intricate and beautiful that is and that we it's overwhelming to like be able to think about so there is so much beauty in being able to like pull back for a minute and see that yeah I think there's beauty in pulling back but there's also beauty in diving in too I think so for me my bus stop is uh, my daughter's school, they have chapel every week and I try to go and attend when I can. But before chapel, the moms are always talking together and we're catching up on different things. But a lot of the moms show up put together. They're on their way to work. They're talking about the latest vacation they went on or their plans for the summer. And I immediately find myself thinking, well, I don't have anything planned for this summer. I should have something planned for this summer. Why am I not taking my kids on vacation? Oh, she looks so put together. I'm in yoga pants and a t-shirt and didn't even bother putting makeup on today. You know, I mean, it's just this tape that just plays in my head. Um, But what I realized was once I dive in and actually start getting to know these moms, I realize how much we're all different, but how much we're all alike too. And like, there's one mom who's always put together and really kind of has a dominant voice. And so I was always kind of intimidated by her, but, and thinking, wow, she really knows what's going on. She's probably from here. She probably has deep roots here and just kind of intimidated. Turns out she's a transplant just like me. And she has a lot of the same insecurities that I have. And it's just one of those things where you just never know on the service what what it is that you're actually comparing yourself to um, to begin with. So I'm curious to know what your bus stop is. Yeah, I think for me, one, I'm a change junkie. So it's kind of funny. I don't know that I have, and, and in this season of my life with teens I don't have as recurrent of a place like a bus stop I don't feel like but for whatever reason Costco is definitely a place for me and I think what I was even just thinking through is I was like I don't know that it's my neighbors because we are so fortunate and I am able to spend time with my neighbors in a way that is casual and you get to know them better and so I understand the intricacies of their stories at least at some level like not deep but like at some level I know what's going on in their lives and what's coming up 
And so I think it's that place where there's just enough distance where there's like, you see them, but you don't ever get the opportunity or don't make the choice to dive even a little bit deeper with them. Because even at work, there's always more to the story. There's always more complexity. And so as you dive in and get to know people, you learn that and you learn that everyone is navigating something that often parallels what you're experiencing. And um, so I think you're right. Like it's about taking down the barrier and talking to people feels I, that wasn't even the point of the story. The point of the story originally was <laughs> how do you break the cycle in your own mind? But I think some of that too is like reaching out to get to know other people better and um, being able to give space to change the narrative that's in your mind about what they're experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love what Jennifer said about the burden of perfection that we put on other moms by saying always and never Mm. by making these assumptions and initially by doing that, even if you do try to dive in, there's limitations in really allowing them to be real with you because you have this expectation that they're going to be a certain way. And then when they're not, you're disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Narratives make us try to reinforce our story and which is just kind of a fascinating journey to look at too, where you're looking for reasons to be like, Oh, see, I knew that I was right. And if you can be open-handed and let it not be what you assume. Yeah, absolutely. So let's stop comparing and embrace who God has called us to be. Thanks for listening to mom. Nom. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have a success, fail, challenge, or mom hack you'd like to share with us, visit momnom.org. This podcast is made in partnership with Mops International and Colorado Christian University. Moms thrive when connected to a Mops group. Moms succeed when pursuing their passion with up to 30% savings toward an online degree with CCU. Learn more at momnom.org.